Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this podcast. As always, always, I want to say thank you if you watch, thank you if you subscribe, thank you if you like and share. It means a lot to me, and I really do uh, appreciate it. And if you're listening on anchor.fm, or listening to the audio-only podcast on Spotify or uh, like a Google Podcasts or other platforms, I want to thank you as well. I don't want you to be left out just because you don't watch it over here on my YouTube channel, which is called called uh, Laughing on the Inside, but you should. Now, normally when I do these podcasts, uh, you can probably hear some water running in the background saying lies, doing something in the bathroom, uh, but that's okay. I realize there are there are rules to podcasting. Like, uh, uh, look that up on the internet, like how to be a good podcaster, and they're going to tell you things like be sure your lighting is great. Mine is not. Be sure you have a nice, pretty background. Mine is not. Uh... Be sure there's no interference, no background noises to distract people. And mine is not. So I guess I'm doing the whole podcasting thing wrong, but uh, but I like doing it. Not a lot of pressure, not a lot of uh, not a lot of things involved. Just sitting down here talking to you guys, and hopefully you find it amusing, entertaining, or at least annoying enough where you keep coming back so you can make fun of me on a almost nightly basis. Um, but normally I have topics to talk about, things I've seen or read or heard, uh, but tonight I thought I'd do one of these, uh, stream of consciousness, uh, podcasts. I don't really know what I'm going to talk about. I'll uh, come up with a few things every now and again. But uh, sometimes during this podcast, there might be some awkward uh, silences. You know, while I'm trying to think of things to talk about. Like that one. But, uh, I do want to say the big news today is that... uh, United States President Joe Biden is about to do his first big press conference since his uh, presidency, and everybody's talking about it. The news outlets are all coming in their pants about it. Uh, It's almost become like a sports game. Everybody's trying to predict what's going to happen and what he should talk about, what he shouldn't talk about, uh, how he should present himself. It's a a pretty big deal uh, back in America. But... uh, I'm not really that interested. I mean, you know, I I saw one article that said that these are the the 30 things Joe Biden should talk about during his press conference. And I was like, holy shit, 30? There are 30 things he should talk? I don't don't know how he can get to 30. Like, what 30 things? I'm like, uh, make it, make it 15, 20 minutes tops and uh, uh, get the fuck out of there, man. (laughs) <laughs> 30 things and I'm pretty sure it's going to go like most presidential press conferences go you know you start out with the, with the highlights you start out with a little bit of the uh, self padding on the back thing 
talking about all your accomplishments, and and he has done uh, a lot of those. You know, uh, one in every four Americans uh, now has received their first vaccination, at least their first one. Um, you know, the the COVID nineteen relief plan got passed without with zero Republican support. And when the Republicans were in charge, every Democrat voted for their plan, just to let you know the hypocrisy going on here. But uh, zero Republican support. He still managed to get it passed through the House and, and everything else. Uh, so, yeah, talk, talk about those awesome things. And then I think, like, like after he gets done with that, uh, you know, ego masturbation kind of phase, and they all have to do it. Uh, he's going to put his own spin on things that maybe aren't so popular or things that he might not have done yet or things he's planning to do but hasn't gotten around to yet. Because that's how, that's how political speech is. Like uh, there are kids at the border, migrant children being sent over the border by their parents. They're being kept in cages still. They're being kept in little uh, detention facilities. And that's not right ever. A human being is never illegal no matter what you think. Uh, and especially children, they're innocent. They haven't committed any crime. You know, why are they in detention facilities? We need to speed that up, Joe. We need to speed that up. Uh, and, and if he would just sign an executive order, he could abolish all student loan debt. That would be freaking amazing. And he could do it with an executive order. But uh, he's choosing not to right now. And I don't know why, but he's under a lot of pressure from uh, Democrats to get that done. So the man is not perfect, obviously. Nobody is. And despite you uh, hardcore Republicans, Trump certainly was not. But he's certainly doing a good job. And I think that's how the speech is going to go. He's going to be like, look what we've done so far in the first 60 days, uh, a little bit over 60 days. We've done this, we've done this, we've done this. Here's what we're going to do with these things. And then he's going to talk about the things that nothing's been done about yet. That's how, that's how political talk uh, works. And speaking of Joe Biden, I want to say I am, oh man, I saw a tweet, a damn you tweets, uh, where a very religious, obviously Christian religious woman uh, and I wish I would have saved the tweet. I wanted to write it down and get the exact quote. But the gist of it was this, okay? The woman first started out by saying, when Jesus Christ was walking to be crucified with a cross on his back, the weight of the world's sins were on his shoulders, and he fell and he stumbled a few times. And... Uh, then she compared that to Joe Biden when he was walking up the steps to Air Force One, those little plane steps, and he stumbled two or three times going up, you know, and everybody got freaked out. Oh, my God. Uh, but she tried to compare Jesus carrying the cross on his way to his death to Joe Biden by saying, Joe Biden has the weight of the world's problems on his shoulders and God is looking down on him the same way he did on his son Jesus at that time and that's why he stumbled. I'm like, oh God, no, that's not why. The reason why, because the man's 78 years old, he's not in the best health, 
He has to wear them dress shoes, which I'm sure are probably don't have a lot of traction. And if you've ever seen those little steps going up on a plane on a ramp, they're about uh, you know half the size of regular stairs. They're 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 made out of metal. They're very slippery. It's it's a there's a lot of reasons why that happened. Uh, but uh, God and Jesus had uh, fucking nothing to do with it. Okay, it's not like God said, "Oh, you're so overburdened. You're oh." And uh, it's that kind of hero and idol worship people have for their leaders. <clears throat> and I don't care whether it's Joe Biden or it was Donald Trump. The, the, the same thing applies to the followers. Like, don't do this, man. We need to hold this guy accountable for the future direction of the United States. If he does a bad job, we need to call it out. If he uh, says something that isn't true, we need the fact checkers in there to call it out. All right, and the best we can hope for is that he, unlike his predecessor, takes responsibility for it and says, "Okay, I see where I was wrong, and I'll change my uh, mind about it. I'll change my opinion about it, because facts have proven me wrong." Now that doesn't happen often in politics, but that's what we're hoping for. To me, that's what getting back to normalcy means—not this hyper egotistical cult. Figure worship of one man in power. Ah, fuck off with that shit. So yeah, let's. If you're on, if you're on the left, like I am, and you support this president, like I do, but let's stop with all that hero worship uh, bullshit. All right, he's 78 years old. There's a good chance that before four years is up. Uh, Kamala Harris will be our new president. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Okay? He's not in the best health. I think we can all accept that. Let's just let him do his job to the best he can, but hold him accountable for the decisions that are made. All right? Can we do that? Good. Uh, got ourselves a new rice cooker today. That was pretty good. Rice is really big over here. It's a staple. Everybody has rice with almost every meal. Our old rice cooker, uh, we used it a lot, but it got so hot at the bottom, it burned a little hole in the bottom of the rice cooker. So it was kind of one of those, uh, it, it was very unsafe. Like uh, we just couldn't use it anymore because of safety reasons, plugging it in and everything. And uh so we've got a new one today. It was really cheap, really good. So what else is happening? I don't really know. But I think uh, one way that we can help stop this spread of COVID permanently, and I know coming from the West, coming from the United States, uh, we tend to do things in a very physical way. Let me put it that way. It wasn't until I came to Asia that I realized that most people, when they greet each other, there, there's no physical contact. It's a bow, a respectful bow to the other person, and then they go on about their day. Uh, I know people back home, like uh, either the first time they meet you or at least the second time after they met you once, they want to come up and give you a great big hug. 
They just want to give you a hug. And I'm like, and I've talked about this before. I'm a very closed off person. I like my physical space. I don't like people getting too close. And that's always, oh, that's always annoying. It's always, ah. But uh, hugging in general should just stop, I think. <laughs> it's just as a form of greeting or departure. Why do you need to hug one another? You don't. Listen, especially for a guy, okay? A guy's got a, you know, you, you, you meet a female. It, it don't matter what kind of female. It could be a young, good-looking female, an older, not good-looking female. But they always want the hug, and then you got to do that awkward thing. You stick your, you stick your ass out a little bit because you don't want the whole genital areas touching each other. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. I never know what's going to trigger a little Dave down there. I don't know. It could be anything. And we don't want an awkward situation at somebody's wedding when you hug the bride's mom, mother. We, we just don't want to be... We don't want to be kicked out of the wedding because uh, there was an incident. And uh, the, the way we hug one another is weird because, you know, a man hugging a woman is like, you go in and wrap your arms around the waist. She wraps her arms around your neck. Two pats on the back, and there should be no more than that. And, and then you break... You should break the hug. Uh, but it's just weird because uh, a guy hugging another guy uh, is totally different. You don't put two hands around his waist, and he doesn't put both hands around your neck. Or no, you got to do the whole one one arm around his uh, his waist, you know, hitting the middle of his back, and then and then the other arm on his neck, and and you don't pat him on the back with your hand. You kind of do the whole fist thing, like oh, bro, bro, bro. So there are rules. There are uh, things you have to master there are certain protocol that have to be done depending on if it's a man depending on if it's a woman depending on how well you know them or how well you don't it's just a whole fucking thing i don't like the hugs i'm not even a big fan of the handshaking why do we why do we in the west always have to be physical when we meet somebody or when we're leaving somewhere why why the handshake I mean, I, I know where my hand's been. I know what my hand has been up to, and I guarantee you if the person across from me knew it, he would not want to shake my hand. And that's what I'm thinking about him at the same time. Like, uh, if you're anything like me, I know what your hand has been up to. No good. Uh, I really don't want to shake it. Because we protect our asses. We protect our asses more than we do our hands. For some reason. Like our asses are always covered in public, right? We're always wearing pants and underwear. We double layer. We double layer our ass. But we go to a restaurant uh, or, you know, we, we go in a bathroom somewhere and you, they got the little paper things you put on the toilet seat. You got to protect the ass, man. You don't want the ass to get any germs. But in the, uh, we'll go to a restaurant. We'll put our elbows on the table. Everybody does it. We'll put our hands on the table. We will touch our faces we'll touch each other with at the table have you ever seen the rags they use to clean off tables those rags are like five years old uh they've been sitting around in water that looks like a muddy pothole when you leave they just kind of wipe it off and let the water evaporate people are in there putting their hands on it putting their elbows on it and then going out and touching the rest of the world i don't get that we, why do we care about our asses? Like I said, you go to the bathroom, you put the little paper thing on the toilet seat, you sit down when you get up, 
you got underwear and you got regular pants, you got two layers to protect your ass. You don't leave a restaurant and put on a pair of uh, rubber gloves and then a pair of uh, cotton gloves just to be sure, even though that would make far more sense to me. Far more sense. It's weird, man. All I'm saying is if you ever meet me and you think I'm being standoffish or you think I'm being aloof because I'm standing a certain distance from you and I don't feel like shaking or hugging, don't be offended. That's just me with everybody. It has nothing to do with you. Of course, it might have something to do with you, but now I can replay that part of the video and say, see, it has nothing to do with you. So it kind of gives me an out at the same time. I like that. Uh, the double advantage. All right. That's going to do it for this one. Uh, be sure to check out my links down below. Links to my Twitter. Follow me on the tweets. And uh, I have a PayPal down there if you feel like supporting a poor old man. I appreciate it. And uh, there's links to a live show app. Very good app. Get in there, sign up. You don't have to perform, but just watch some of these other guys. They are great. They are fantastic. All right. <clears throat> Sing Lai. Do you want to say? Do you want to say goodbye? Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. She said goodbye. I guess she's not coming over into the camera. All right. Anyway, talk to you guys uh, in the next one. <laughs>